0: Welcome to the come-up top of your game. My name is Michael Bantu. I'm here with Carmen. Good morning, Carmen.
1: Good morning, Michael. How are you this morning?
0: Great. So I just want to let everybody know this program is geared towards small business owners with the aim of providing some advice, resources, best practices. You and I have uh, about three decades uh, of history in financial industry, so we want to bring that to you free, and uh, we want to you know, have some lessons learned so you can make money and you can thrive in business. And we feature some business owners sometimes. And we have one this morning, this gentleman, Colby Harvey, CEO and founder of Rise um, Incorporated. Uh, he is an engineer and an aircraft enthusiast. Good morning, Colby Harvey, for, and welcome to uh, the come up top of your game.
2: Good morning. Good morning, Carmen. Good morning, Michael. How are you doing? Great.
1: Good. We are glad you're able to join us today. So we're going to give you a little time to, you know, tell the audience about yourself. So we're going to turn the mic over to you for you to, you know, give us a little bit more detail about you. I know that you grew up in Michigan and I've been knowing you for years since you were born. But I want you to explain to our audience, you know, what motivated you to get to this point and where you started in your life.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. No, 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 no problem. Yeah, we <laughs> did kind of know me quite a long time when I, uh, right when I was born. Um, but <laughs> but, yeah, but I mean, really, from there and in, until in, now, it's been quite a journey with um, everything that you know I've been able to accomplish, everything that I've been able to see, the people I've been able to, you know, surround myself by, which is an extremely important thing to do, especially in the in the world of entrepreneurship. It's really, you know, getting that mentorship and. Um, those people that, that that care about you, not just for a moneta- monetary value, but care about you in a sense that they want to see you succeed as much as possible. Um, and I had the, the pleasure of, you know, kind of growing up with that with, you know, with Carmen uh, in my life and um, as well as, you know, a, a great mother and um, a, a lot of great mentors along the way. Um, so, Uh, about me i am from michigan i was actually born and raised in detroit michigan um stayed there for you know until i was about 17 until i graduated and ended up leaving to go to arizona state where i studied computer science originally um i went from computer science to um aviation management because i got to calc three and i realized i hated calculus (laughs) um wrong wrong time to decide um actually no it's never really a wrong time but um but from there, I was like, I've, I've always really been motivated to kind of be a little bit more than than just kind of go clocking into a nine to five, because that just honestly did not ever seem right to me. Um, so I, I ended up working at a, a maintenance repair and overhaul facility where I got to experience um, aircraft relief firsthand. Um, as I, I'm like they said, I'm a, I'm a pretty big aviation enthusiast, so um, I got to see experience firsthand the industry because you know, I was kind of touring around with an idea of like how am I going to work in the industry without necessarily working for the industry. Um, and you know, I'd be it luck of the draw or just you know, some weird stroke of whatever you can call it. <laughs> I, did, I landed on um, the concept of Rise. Um, what so, do you do
0: what what do you do at Rise? What is Rise?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So Rise, we are a can think of as a digitalization and robotics company utilizing artificial intelligence um, to um, increase the efficiency of the aircraft inspection process. Now I know that was a lot of words. So uh, yeah. An easier way to say it is basically, we, you know, as a pitch that I was, as I'm learning, as I'm in a Google for Startups group right now, um, we make sure planes stay in the sky. (laughs) Um, Essentially, what we're doing is we're we're using artificial intelligence and computer vision um, on a drone platform that we've developed internally and build and manufacture here in Texas um, Mm -hmm. to inspect aircraft looking for damages like hill strikes, bird strikes. Um, you know anything that may happen during like normal like um, servicing of an air- aircraft.
1: Um, so, Kobe, um, tell us a little bit of how you select your team and you know the culture to your organization, um, to your company. Like what culture? You yeah. know how to select your team.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really it was kind of a not a mix and match, but I, I selected my team. The first off, being one of my co-founders, um, based off of—I mean, really, my ability. To, I, I always say this, especially to all my new hires: is like, if I can have a beer with you, then you're someone that I, I want on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so, w- with my co-founders, especially, they're—they're they're all generally people that um, either were or have, in some capacity, or have gotten in some capacity, pretty close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people say it's like it's not really. You know great or smart to work with your friends I think that's BS I think as long as you have a you know a fine like definitive line between what's business and what's friendship um, mm-hmm. you want to work with people that you're close with because those are people that you can immediately know that you can trust
1: okay. um,
2: and I that's what I've that's what I've experienced especially going now I, I mean I even hired one of my friends from a uh, from university uh, He's one of my roommates and honestly he's been a rock star everyone loves him um, but it's. I knew I could trust him. So when it comes to when it comes to team culture, it's just kind of fostering that ability or that that openness for everyone to have a voice. You want everyone yes. to be able to speak to one another. You know. Okay, um, I know
1: you said that you used your um, drones to do inspection on airline. How accurate is your drones doing the inspection?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say out of every. Um, mm, let's just say the drone at its current state may be too accurate, <laughs> oh,
1: Okay.
2: which is a good thing because, you know, we, when it comes to, you know, safety, um, especially when it comes to something using computer vision, that's kind of new and data sets that you need aren't necessarily widely available. And you kind of have to build that up yourself. Um, yes. it's better to have a lot of false positives than any false negatives, okay. um, Cause if you have any false negatives and there's actually something there that could potentially take that aircraft from flight status to non flight worthy status. And if that happens and you miss it, it could it could not be great.
0: Um, so uh, um, Kobe, you, you manufacture drones.
2: Yeah. Um, so we manufacture, we've actually designed our drone um, you know, throughout the duration of the, the company, the we went with our own drone because none of the drones in the market at the time like met any use cases that we necessarily needed. Because um, we use a unique payload called a three D lidar system that's on the bottom of the drone, um, and that's how we are able to do a lot of our navigation without GPS um, and what's called like digital twinning. So it's like essentially making a one to one scale model on a digital um, representation of whatever it is that we're inspecting. Um, we won a Red Dot award for it too. So that was really a big accomplishment.
0: Are the, these drones retail um and for civilian use or um you know I I guess you you can't tell us too much uh but if you have any military mm. contracts but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> do you are your drones used for retail purposes, you know, delivering uh deliver deliveries and things like that?
2: Uh, so uh the drone is not um retail. Uh, it's 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 a it's a pretty specially drawn, it's, it's fairly expensive too. <laughs> um and it, it's it's uniquely tailored for the um the aviation inspection purposes, um but okay. can be extensible to other things. Um and really, I mean the the whole goal of the drone is to you don't actually fly it, it's completely autonomous instead <laughs> so of fly itself. Um which is um, a pretty pretty cool use case so it might not be that useful for people on the ground um,
0: do you all have a like a um, command center uh, where you can uh, direct where it goes and all that
2: so uh, each drone does have it's called like a base station so like um, or a ground station excuse me um, and so that ground station really is just an iPad or you know whatever device that has you know Bluetooth or Wi-Fi connectivity um, that we can actually connect to the drone from once we're in, you know, a certain range. Uh, And it's really in this general purpose right now, it's to kind of pick just like kind of picking in the, excuse me, picking the aircraft um, and then pressing start. So um, there's not really too much input from the ground station uh, as you, as you think. And to go back to your your question on the military side, we are doing work with some um, military installations. um, So I can't, I can say that
0: right okay Uh, okay. well um what are some of the more unique uh ways that that you've heard of or um or innovative ways that jones are are being used right now i mean we we hear about you know delivering pizzas and delivering packages um spying and all that kind of stuff but what about the what are some ways that you you even surprised you
2: Mm, i i don't want let's say in terms of surprise i don't I think I really want to say it's a prize because I'm like this is this just kind of makes sense, but um, Mm -hmm. like doing a lot of this um, infrastructure inspection, like you know, search and rescue, um, you doing using the drones outside of just hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna use this to shoot a cool video, (laughs) Um, right? (laughs) Because you're really just scratching the surface of what these things can do. There are of course people that are going to use it inappropriately, but there's also going to be, there's a lot of people that are going to use I it. Know. To use them to do a lot I, of I work.
0: know uh, that's, that's a whole nother story. And that is uh, how do you control the use of, because some people are, you know, people are going to always abuse something. Uh, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, that's one thing that that I'm sure that's, we're going to have to have some laws and regulations. Um. Um, I know drones are not the only thing, uh, you know, you, tra- you said your job is to keep things, uh, aircraft in the air. Um, I understand the supersonic is, is coming back after all these years. I thought it was gone, but, um, United airlines is looking at bringing it back. Have you heard about that?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Blake Scholl is, a, he's an innovator for, for sure. Um, the, the boom supersonic planes, I think are, I mean, honestly, super, super cool stuff. Um, the technology that goes behind making an aircraft go supersonic, especially if you can do it over, um, you know, uh, airspace that is not over the ocean, um, I think is really cool. And I'm really interested to see what they can actually pull off. Um, I was
0: surprised that they, um, you know, you can get from from LA to New York in, in a couple hours hours uh, and from, from New York to London. And I was surprised that, that because of that, the, the one crash that they had, back in two thousand, I think around two thousand and three, that the airlines just kind of like ran away from it. Uh but I mean it's gonna cut travel time like you know more than half. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. it's coming back. They just gotta make it safe.
2: Yeah. I mean if you, you there's one incidence versus, you know, the entirety of the industry. Um and so that's I mean that that's one reason. I mean, there's been a ton of planes. I mean, like the 77, the Max series, you know, that crashed twice, and uh, we're still <laughs> flying that. Right. Um, but I mean, really, the, the the reason why they stopped using, like, let's say, the Concorde, um, is because of the the air the noise pollution that it gave off. So oh, when goodness. it hit supersonic speeds, oh, no. um, as well as you know the the fuel it guzzled, uh, it was a very very fuel hungry jet so it didn't really make any commercial sense for them to continue oh. flying it um and then just to, i just want to like touch on like the whole united thing and it's, it's funny being in the airline industry for as long as i have now um being directly in it and talking to the executives and the leadership um a lot of it is airline theater because the airlines are always trying to one-up each other on innovation so we will we keep an eye and see what actually happens over the next, you know, five, 10 years.
0: Right.
1: Okay, Kobe, we're going to little switch a little gear because, you know, you're a young entrepreneur. So I want the audience to just know that you didn't just jump right in. Uh, I remember when you graduated from high school and you got a couple scholarships. One was the MIT here in Michigan, and you decided that you wanted to go to Arizona um, why were you so, I mean, just tell the audience what what inspired you to go to Arizona? Was there something that you knew about the university that was gearing towards what you're doing now or, you know, what motivated you to go that direction instead of accepting your scholarship?
2: Um, mostly because I hate the snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: wow, how, how simple an answer. Wow, we thought it was some big grand <laughs> plan that you had but it was just that you just didn't like michigan winters that was it huh?
2: yeah no i just i just really hated <laughs> snow he
1: was like i hate the snow i gotta get out of this place oh, yeah okay, that's being honest but yeah. share with the young people what really inspired you to go in that direction of yeah. you know you know to um, let them know that it can happen you know so share with them
2: yeah no 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 i mean yeah for me again i'm excited just I just really hit it. There's no grand master plan that's at work or, you know, that's have this predefined notion of being, you know, just doing something cool. It's just that, you know, I wanted something different for myself. I didn't see that, you know, truthfully happening where I currently lived. Um, And I said, I'm like, I need to make a change. I need to make and meet new people um, and not be in the snow (laughs) Um, and be able to explore. So um, really what happened next, I mean, like I said, I could have gone, you know, to probably whatever university that I really, if I really, really tried hard enough, I wouldn't go MIT, my T. Um, but U of M, Ann Arbor, and Boston University, but I also didn't choose Boston because it's cold. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just, you know, decided that, hey, this is something that I want to do. They have a good computer science program. And also as like, not like a backup plan, because I didn't really think about it that hard, but I've always mm-hmm. wanted to be a pilot. Okay. So ASU has a pilot ATP school um, that mm-hmm. I could, I did do for a little bit. Um, very expensive, very, very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, hey, this is this kind of fits right in the wheelhouse. If I don't go to Emory Riddle um, just to go straight for aviation, I can go to computer science, and if something ever happens, I I know what I would go to next.
1: Okay. So so a lot of this, um, like for younger people. We know that you have to be motivated in order to, you know, continue what you're doing as far as being an entrepreneur and owning your own business. Um, what, I mean, what is it you would tell a young audience, you know, if you had to speak in front of a bunch of students, what would you tell them to keep their eyes focused on their dreams? I mean, how would you put it, you know? Or to- like one
0: of, the, one of the most important things, lessons that you've learned that would help somebody else coming up, you know, to in the business what would you suggest
2: yeah yeah Better. i mean yeah that's a great question um i would definitely say that nothing is going to be given to you you really have to work
1: <laughs> yes oh, wow yeah.
2: we,
1: say that again yes. we want to say that again because a lot of our young people feels that they are obligated so i want you to say that one more time somebody
0: <laughs> owes them yeah yeah
2: <laughs> nobody you know yeah and nobody owes you anything uh-huh. and the more you go into it with the mindset that someone does the harder it's going to be for you in the future mm-hmm. unfortunately to say um i and the and the reason why i say that is like while i was in college i, I worked several jobs because so I, I needed to you know make sure i could pay for tuition so i i, I started out working at like fedex and then i mm-hmm. as a just a pushing boxes. Then I went to Audi because it's my favorite car brand. Then I went to uh, mm-hmm. this and I ended up, I did all these things. I ended up working at American Express. I worked at um, Charles Schwab uh, and ultimately mm-hmm. ended my career in Google. Um, mm-hmm. But that's because I had the drive and determination. I'm like, hey, if I don't do this, no one else is. And I'm not going to keep going, be able to go to school if I can't pay for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot more things that I want to do than just be a not not be a washout but like because you really don't need to you don't have to go to university in order to be extremely successful that's that's still a common myth there's a lot of things you can do but um there's a there's a couple of like great books that i can also recommend like you know the the hard thing about hard things by Andreessen horowitz it's a Mm -hmm. or ben horowitz excuse me um it's really really great book um there's another book called inspired um, by marty kagan how to build innovative tech companies um mm-hmm. which i really really love I actually align a lot of my team around the principles and practices set forth in that book um so there's there's a, there's a lot of great things you, you just can't be complicit can't be complacent just
1: mm-hmm.
2: you gotta move even if it gets hard you gotta move
1: okay great advice great Great advice very specific to
0: you know you answered specifically it wasn't in general um like a graduation speech you know you said (laughs) something specific
1: (laughs) yeah we are you know what it's really good because we have so many young people that feel that they're obligated and you know it's so hard to gear them towards just having the mindset that you have to work hard to achieve something and it's not going to be given to you. So it's really good to have a young entrepreneur yes, on with us. Yes. Very refreshing and
0: it's you know. been very interesting and I've I've been just here it's just been a gripping conversation. Let me tell you uh, Mr. Harvey great great to to listen Yeah, to.
1: and look we're so um, we're so excited we woke you up, though. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but, you know, thanks for, you know, this is uh, our audience, I'm sure, is loving this, just yeah. like me. So thanks. We try to, you know, you know we sacrifice. try to relax.
1: We don't give you, you know, too much of a drill or questions. <laughs> but um, do you have anything else you would like to share before we end our episode so you Something we you? missed or something? Something we might have missed during this conversation?
2: Um, well, there's, a, I definitely want to touch on, you know, when it comes to, you. Your, your next moves, you know, again, working and nothing being kind of given to you. There's, like I said, there's a lot of other options in case university may not be right for you. Um, I recently actually gave one of my closest friends, she was feeling stuck. She had no idea what to do, but I knew she was very creative. And I said, okay. you know, hey, why don't you do this training? And she doesn't have a degree. I said, why don't you do this product design training course um, that Google's doing? You know, it's
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think it's like a couple hundred bucks. Um, but then after you get finished it, you're certified as a, a product designer and you could take that and that product designing, you know, certificate can, I mean, even help you get a job at Google. So there's plenty of other options if, if college isn't the right choice for you. Um, but like I said, and throughout this entire podcast, just you can hard work, work hard, ask a lot of questions and make sure you align yourself with people that are not, negatively impacting you and just working to build alongside you
1: okay and you know one more thing i um i forgot you worked for google well how was your experience at google i mean
2: yeah i mean
1: excited experience did you enjoy your time there
2: oh yeah yeah google was i mean google was just what everyone would assume google is like you know the sleeping pods free food breakfast lunch and dinner the bus You know wi-fi on the buses so i can probably
0: a relaxed atmosphere not one of those uh you know like normal old time corporate america shirt tie be on time
2: oh be yeah on yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> sure it wasn't
0: <laughs> that much structure like a bank
2: yeah everything i mean everything is pretty oh there's there's definitely structure but like everything was pretty pretty open like oh, down yeah. to our floor spaces down to the people coming in with you know purple hair or, everything right. else it's um, it, it was a really really a great experience but uh once you uh once i finally got over the sticker shock of like oh shoot i'm at google like <laughs> it just became a normal job honestly oh, okay. like anything else so but uh okay. yeah, it was a lot of fun
1: well that's good good thank you for sharing that with us um Mike, do you have anything else for? No, Kobe?
0: I, I'm just it's just the whole interview is just riveting. I it, it just, you know, you talking about Google um, and, of course, uh, about the drones and and keeping planes in the air. This is this is great. Uh, thanks for getting up. Thanks for joining us and, and sharing with our audience this morning. This has been great, Carmen.
1: Yes. And thank you, Kobe, for accepting my invite to come on our podcast I appreciate you and you continue doing what you do best.
0: We miss you much success as you go along in the future and uh, make make millions and millions. Yes.
2: Thank you you so (laughs) much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Do it so I can give back to my community. So I really appreciate it.
1: Not a problem. Thank you for joining us. Take care.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Bye
2: bye. But, Carmen, what
0: a great conversation and like I said that was I, I mean I was like I felt like I wasn't even in the interview. I felt like I was just sitting there listening to the interview. I was more listening than anything else and and what I the questions I asked were morely mainly just what I thought up as he was talking. Yes, it was just me too, great. Yeah, yeah,
1: it just came about those yeah. questions just came to me, you know, as we were talking. During Once the again, Carmen, this is
0: going to go down as one of my favorite. Every time I, <laughs> every time we do this, I say, oh, this is going to be my favorite interview. This is like interview. the best interview. I'm yes. like, I can't keep doing that because I can't <laughs> tell everybody the same thing, but it just keeps getting better and better.
1: But, yes, it was good to have a young entrepreneur on mm-hmm. that, you know, can share his experience yes. and let young people know that your dream is yours and you have to build it. No matter what color you are too
0: there's there's a a way that you can be successful in this country. Yes. And and I like what he said. It's like, you know, it's and that's something that I'm gonna share with my clients and I'm sure you're gonna share with yours because you do coaching too that um uh you know, work and do. make sure you work and do do the work for yourself. Yes. Don't try to um, have other people and uh, do things for you because guess what? The more other people do things, the more they want a stake in what you're doing. Own it yourself. Do it yourself. Nobody owes you anything. Own it yourself. That was some great, um, great advice. Yeah,
1: and another thing he said that was great, make sure when you surround yourself, surround yourself with positive People. positive
0: people and qualified and qualified
1: yeah. and positive because that's what's going to build your company yeah. so if you are shooting to be an entrepreneur make sure you set yourself up to be around positive people. and that's
0: an, and that's a coaching tip we're giving to you for free unless you yeah. want to call <laughs> us and pay for it because we do have some coaching packages for yes. you. but um you know it's about uh uh putting you know i know some people that stack boards yeah. foundations with friends and family plan. you know some politicians do it um some companies do it but you know that's not the best way to go you can't um you, you stack your place with your friends and family thing and uh you're going to go down the drain you need to put qualified, positive people around because you're going to see them, you're going to be working with them on a day-to-day basis. So those of you who own businesses, listen to this part. This, this is not over yet. We're still here. <laughs> yes. um, the interview, you know, the interview's over, but we're still here. Um, make sure that you put the brightest and the best, not your friends and family.
1: And also trust is a good part too. As you mentioned, you have to trust your team in order to be successful.
0: So mm-hmm. you have to yeah, empower put, them,
1: empower yes. them and put some trust in there.: so, Look at that. Yeah, so we learned a lot from yeah. Kobe. Um, he was here talking about his, event, his venture of building a drone, and then you know talking about his entrepreneurship, his business rise. Mm-hmm. But we also learned a few things from him, and we're hoping that you learn the same and yes. transfer that to your life. And we thank you for joining us on the come up where we help to take it to the top of your game. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you.